Hey guys, it's Hearts of Men, and in today's episode, I want to talk about failure and what do you do with failure? How do you handle when you fail, when you mess up, when you make mistakes, and what does it do inside of you? How does it affect you? Um, good and bad. And we're going to just dive into this a little bit because I believe it's really important for us men to talk about this. And uh, I'm excited to be here again today. Hearts of Men, let's jump right in. Hey guys, so what do you do when you fail? I mean, let's face it, we all make mistakes. We all sometimes feel like failures. And yeah, what does that do inside of you? What does it create? What kind of feelings, what kind of emotions does it stir when you fail? I think this is really important. And I know for my life that um, <laughs> it seems like of late, I have been more aware of my failings. And sometimes those come in different ways. Sometimes they hit me as a parent where I feel like I lost my cool or blew my top. You know, I didn't remain calm. I wasn't patient enough with my kids. And therefore, I feel like I failed. I feel like that, you know what, I could have said that differently. I could have done that differently. There's those type of failings. And then there's the failings of missing opportunities with my wife where I felt like I could have been kinder in my response. I felt like I could have said, yes, I'll do that. No problem. Absolutely. And for whatever reason, I didn't. And then that caused distress and it caused um, yeah, degree of conflict in our marriage. And I can feel like a failure in those moments where I just feel like I didn't lead well and I didn't prepare or plan or do things that I know would really help my wife. And, uh, all of these feelings for me can be very taxing and hard on my heart. Oftentimes, when I feel like I failed, I tend to retreat. I want to just go be alone or um, sometimes even those feelings of slight depression or um, hopelessness or anxiety or helplessness, those kind of feelings, you know, begin to to settle in. Um, you know, maybe some of you, you've been denied a promotion at the office or you didn't qualify, you know for a marathon, failings uh, feel bad. And uh, many, many of us will grow to go to great lengths to avoid failing. So we don't have to feel the painful emotions, right? There are healthy ways to cope with failure. There's healthy ways. And I think, I think, I'd like to say, I know, maybe that's too strong, but I think I know. <laughs> I think I know that finding a healthy way to deal with failure is absolutely critical to your journey um, as a man, your journey as a father, your journey as a husband, your journey as uh, whatever profession you're in. Whatever you do, the more we step out and try new things, whether it's trying to start a new business, 
maybe you've tried to start a new business and you put a lot of money into it and it just didn't go the way you thought it would and it crashed and you lost money um, and you felt like a failure. So I think it's important to understand how these things affect us as men specifically and what to do about it. Is there a healthy way to cope with failure? Is it important to think of as, as, as godly men, you know, um, what does it mean to actually embrace my emotions? What does it mean to embrace as men? Oftentimes we struggle with our emotions, right? If your wife asks you, Hey, how are you doing? Or, Hey, what's bothering you? Hey, what's the matter? You know, oftentimes you can't even, you don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. Why are you feeling sad, honey? Why are you feeling mad? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> How many of you show me a raise of hands? I can't see it, but I would venture that a lot of you are raising your hands. How many of you feel that way a lot of times? I know I do. Uh, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just feeling sad or I'm feeling mad or I'm feeling bad or I'm feeling any number of things. And when it comes to failure, when it comes to feeling like I've made a mistake um, that can be sin, you know, as a Christian man, um, obviously I need conviction, that conviction of the Holy Spirit to convict me when I've sinned, um, when I've done wrong, right? And not condemnation. Condemnation is of the enemy. You know, Satan loves to condemn and accuse and grind you into the dirt so that you are stuck right? But the Holy Spirit brings specific conviction, you know, to your heart in order to actually liberate you, in order to bring you freedom, right? Because he doesn't want you weighed down in guilt and in shame. Um, so oftentimes our failures, depending on what they are based out of, you know, if it's a uh, condition of your heart, you know, where you are constantly dealing with habitual sin, for example, you know, you have a porn addiction and every time you click to see porn for that moment, you are aroused and you feel great, but then immediately after, or even during it, you feel guilty, you feel terrible. Why did I do that? I didn't want to do that, you know? Um, and those things definitely bring a deep level of shame and a deep level of failure. Um, now, in that particular case, it's not God's best for you as a man to be addicted to porn. You know, I think it's fair to say that, that pornography is not a good thing. It's actually a very damaging thing, and it's very destructive in many, many ways. And I'm not going to get into that in this episode. I will another one because I think it's important um, to talk about, but... I think that embracing our emotions and actually learning when what we feel when we feel it, right? Um, failure is often accompanied by a variety of emotions. It can be embarrassment, anxiety, anger, sadness, shame, to name a few. Uh, and those feelings are uncomfortable, and many people will do anything they can to escape feeling emotional discomfort, right? Um, so whether that's eating a bunch of food, whether that's 
going and doing something just to basically anything to, to not have to face emotional discomfort and anything of sadness, anxiety, embarrassment, you know, um, whatever it is, you know, yourself, what do you do? What do you do when you feel that emotional discomfort? What do you run to? What tends to be your go-to? We all have go-tos. Um, yeah, <laughs> mine often, if I feel like I failed and I get angry with myself, sometimes that anger comes out, other times it doesn't, and I just want to re- retrieve. I just want to go hide and just mope and pout. <laughs> and at times in my life, it also has led to looking at things I shouldn't or, you know, destructive patterns um, in my life. But um, most of the time, I just want to go hide and it takes me a while to actually want to talk to God about it and want to process those things, you know, and knowing how to process my emotions um, in regards to the feelings of feeling like I failed or I was not successful, you know, uh, whatever it was. So, um, yeah, um, embrace, embrace your emotions. So learn, learn to embrace what's going on inside of you. Um, you know, we, we all want to reduce pain. Uh, you know, you, you might be tempted to say something like this, you know, I didn't really want the job anyways. Um, but minimizing your pain won't make it go away. Distracting yourself or filling the void you feel with food, drugs, alcohol won't heal your pain either. Those things will only provide you with some temporary relief. So, you know, recognize unhealthy attempts to reduce pain in regards to to failure or failings. Um, Recognize the unhealthy ways you try to avoid or minimize pain in your life. Turning to coping mechanisms that do more harm than good will only make your situation worse. Really will only make your situation worse. Um, I would say another healthy way of, of coping with failure would be to practice healthy coping skills. So, you know, if you're married, you know, talk to your wife, man, like, pour your heart out. Like (laughs) most of our wives want to know, they want to hear, they want to be engaged with you because most of them already feel like you don't share your heart enough or that you're just quiet or you're silent when it comes to those things. And so, you know, talk to your wife, learn, ask her, say, ask her, can you help me? Women most of the time are way more in touch with their emotions and their feelings and they can express them more readily, and we struggle with that. But so, if, you don't, if you're not married, call a friend. Um, you know, just go go for a walk, play play guitar. You know, um, just find some healthy ways. Just do you know something healthy. Um, cut cut wood, man. Grab the axe and start chopping wood. You know, if you're angry, if you're angry do something, you can let out that aggression without it being destructive, right? Without it being, you know, um, do something that's not going to harm you or anybody else. Um, but at the same time can release energy. And, uh, so that would be considered a healthy coping skill. Um, 
Yeah. If you're, if you struggle with bad habits, when you're stressed out, like smoking or eating junk food, create a list of healthy coping skills and hang it on place that you would see every day, like your mirror in your bathroom or something. And just remind yourself of healthier strategies you can turn to when you're feeling bad. Going for a run for sometimes I don't like running. My wife has been amazing. She runs like almost every other day since I've known her and I am not very disciplined when it comes to exercise, but when I go for a run and I run a couple miles and uh, I come back, I feel way better. Like I'm able to, you know, just get out in some fresh air or go mountain biking or do something to just almost, you know, relieve myself of the <laughs> feelings of depression or hopelessness or, or um, you know, fear, anxiety. And um, yeah, I think that's, uh, some great ways to deal with, um, with failure, healthy coping mechanisms, because at the end of the day, we want to be healthy. We want to be holistic. We want to be healthy emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, right? I, I really believe that that's, that's the goal of the abundant life. That's the goal of authentic the pursuit of biblical authentic manhood is to be whole, to be emotionally whole. We talk a lot about, I'm going to talk a lot about our emotions. I'm going to talk a lot about emotional neglect um, because most of you men experienced that in your life growing up and it's just a reality and we need to talk about it. We need to learn to process our feelings. We need to learn to process negative emotions. We need to learn to process when we feel stuck, some of you feel stuck. Some of you feel hopeless. You feel a situation, a relationship, or a financial difficulty that you're dealing with. It feels hopeless. It feels like you can't get beyond it, you know? And um, some of you have felt stuck for a long time because you were never taught, you were never fathered in a specific area of life that, that you feel is needed in order to be successful, to make money, or to provide for a family. Um, some of you are stumbling around, you know, in and out of jobs. You don't really have a career focus or maybe even some of you that are making a lot of money. Um, you realize that, you know what, money doesn't really take care of that wound in my heart that even as a young boy, I felt like I had to perform to earn my dad's approval. Like it was about performance. And so I performed, I excelled, I performed, I excelled and, you know, um, my business blew up. I, I ran over people in the process, but you know, I'm making a lot of money and isn't that what I had to do to earn dad's approval? Um, but the truth is, is that you actually feel more lonely. You feel more isolated. You feel more depressed. So, um, you gotta be in touch to be whole people, to be healthy people. We have to be in touch with all of the negative and all the hard and all the bad stuff, the bad, you know, the, 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 the pain uh, the, the things we went through, the hard things, the bad things, the difficult things that that we've been through in our lives, the areas of depletion, the areas where we didn't get what we needed, right? And so um, some of us are having to work harder and longer and study more and um, relearn uh, things so that we can now in this season of life uh, overcome even more than maybe our dads did. And so Anyhow, um, 
you don't want one thing that I think is is true and very true is that when you fail and when you feel, especially if you fail at doing something that is good and you've stepped out and you took a risk and you know, uh, or you had faith to believe for something to happen and it didn't happen, or you know, oftentimes those things can be really, um, really hit us hard and cause us to just withdraw and not want to go back, you know, and try again. But um, honestly, if you want to get good, if you want to be good at something, it's the people that fall off their bike a thousand times trying a trick. You know, uh, eventually they're going to get it down because they were willing to fall and they're willing to risk getting hurt so they could just nail this trick. Right. Um, yeah, it's getting back up, getting back on your bike or getting back on your horse, whatever it is, and doing it again. Um, I think that that's critical to our success. It's critical to moving forward. It's critical to gaining ground in the kingdom. It's critical to our spiritual growth, our emotional growth. Um, I'm really passionate about you becoming a whole man, about you becoming engaged um, with all that's going on inside of you, of understanding when hardship and failure come knocking at your door, that you know how to cope with it in a healthy way that brings good results and that ultimately makes you a better person. So embrace your emotions and recognize unhealthy attempts to reduce pain and then practice healthy coping skills. So those are three simple ways to begin implementing um, ways to deal with failure. And failure doesn't have to be permanent. It doesn't have to leave a lasting stain on your soul. You know, if... If you've been divorced, um, I know that's, I, I don't know from experience, but I have friends that have been divorced and I've counseled people that have been divorced and, and it's, it's painful. That's probably one of the hardest things, one of the greatest losses um, right up there with the loss of a loved one, I think is, is the loss of a, of a marriage. And um, it's ugly, it's hard, it's incredibly um, taxing on a person's emotions and a person's heart on their mind on everything right on their children and so yeah how do you uh how do you cope with that how do you cope with the feelings of feeling like you failed um feelings like uh, feelings of loss and something that feels permanent a permanent failure in that sense can it be redeemed you know can you step back up to the plate again you know after what you experienced. Um, these are real issues. These are real things that we deal with as men. And I think it's important to talk about them. They don't have to be the elephant in the room that nobody's willing to address. You know, we got to address the hard issues and the heart issues. We can talk about what led to your divorce. We can talk about what are the things, you know, because it takes two to tango. And so if you're somebody who's just blamed your spouse, you know, they're the one, they're the one, they're the one, they're the one. I get it. You know what? Sometimes it might be 70, 30. It might be 70% is their issue because their issue has to deal with their past and their, whatever it was that happened to them or they went through and therefore they could not have a healthy 
relationship, you know, but a lot of times 50, 50 is you both put a ring on, you both covenant together. And, um, so yeah, I think it's important to, to talk about those things. You know, what led to your divorce? Were you able to be honest? Are you able to be honest about it? Um, were you too full of yourself? Were you, were you focusing primarily on you? Were you selfish? Were you self-centered? You know, Jesus actually says that to lay our life down as he laid his life down for the church, that's the picture of a husband that loves his wife is laying our lives down in a sacrificial way. And that's hard. It's painful. It's not easy. I fail all the time at that, but I want to be more like Christ and I want to love my wife the way Christ loves the church. So um, I'm not here to shame anybody. I know that divorce can happen. It's one of the biggest feelings of failure that a lot of men go through. And recovering from that is not an easy climb out of a very dark valley. But um, it's possible. It's definitely possible and attainable to climb out of that that pit and to even begin working through um, coping, healthy coping skills and learning about yourself and growing in a healthier way. So anyhow, I want you to succeed. I want you to have the coping mechanisms for greater success in your inner life, okay? In your inner life that affects your outer life. So I will say that you men are amazing. All of you that are listening are amazing. And even, I don't know you, some of you, most of you, whoever listens to this, and I don't know you, you don't know me, I still think you're amazing. I can picture you right now. I can picture your faces and I can picture your struggles and I can picture your your successes and I can picture your failures because you're not that different from myself or different from the men that I do know. And we need to lock arms together. We're going to do this together. We're going to overcome together. We're going to pursue and we're not going to look back. We're going to keep going. We're going to climb together this Mount Everest that's in front of us called life. <laughs> I believe in you guys. This is Hearts of Men. Thanks so much. I look forward to being here next week. Have a great weekend. Be careful. Be safe. Love well. Love your family. Hug on your kids. Hug on your wife. And let's, let's do it for Jesus. Bless you guys. Thank you.